Lou Sandoval, the president and CEO of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce, joins us here on WMAY. First of all, welcome to the job. Welcome to Springfield. What drew you to the chamber? You know, Patrick, uh, you know, I've been a lifelong business person. Uh, You know, I've had a career in corporate, a career in, um, you know, Middle, uh, mid-cap companies, and then I've been an advisor to early and growth stage companies. So pretty much the spectrum of large, medium, and small. And uh, at all venture points, I've uh, I've been an advocate for basically speaking up for yourself, having a seat at the table. So when this opportunity came up, um, you know, it came it it it, um, it it seemed like the appropriate uh, merger of all my different interests uh, and skill sets. So uh, definitely, um, you know, I have looked forward to and. I'm enjoying my engagement here so far. Lou, of course, replaced Todd Meisch, uh, who passed away last year, and uh, a lot of us uh, in the the state house community knew and and, and loved and respected Todd Meisch. Um, I'm sure it's it's difficult to to come into a situation where somebody was such an institution. Uh, how do you envision uh, the direction of the chamber now under your tutelage? Yeah, you know what? Um, I stand on Todd's shoulders and and that of all the other um, individuals that have sat in this role, Doug Whitley, et cetera. You know, I had some interaction with Doug during his time here as well. Um, you know, and uh, and I think you know one of the things that uh, that is very evident, and maybe this is just me being uh, having grown, born, bred, and raised in Chicago, is you need to work with all all types um, across the aisle, up and down the state. Um, so as I've been fortunate to do so in my career, um, that's sort of the 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 approach that we're going to be taking at the chamber. I believe that our preeminent uh, focus is to help our businesses connect, you know, to help them uh, do business with each other, but also um, to be a catalyst for their growth and to advocate for them. So those three points, connection, advocation, and uh, and being a, a catalyst for growth are really our, our, three, our, our three points of action. Um, and, and, and eminently, we're, we want to be the voice of Illinois business, uh, you know, point in case and work across the aisle with, um, uh, legislative leaders that are pro-growth and pro-business, you know, irrespective of political ideology. Lou yeah. Sandoval, the president and CEO of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce, joins us here on WMAY. Uh, Lou, wanted to touch on the BIPA issue with you, the Biometric Information Privacy Act uh, that has caused a real stir. Uh, both uh, in the courts and legislatively, uh, there there was a lawsuit that that essentially would have cost White Castle in the tens of billions, if it were implemented, uh, there there's new legislation out from Bill Cunningham, a state senator from Chicago, uh, that that would that attempts to uh, reduce that burden on business. Uh, is that bill good enough from your business perspective? Uh, it's a it's a move in the right direction. Um, I, I believe that um, you know the the you know this is a piece of legislation that was very one sided in its drafting, and uh, and I think we're trying to put the snakes back in a can. Um, I I do believe that there's areas where uh, perhaps security exemption might might facilitate um, you know better transactions on this, um, and also the ability to kind of get in and uh, and talk about you know capping retroactive activity. You know, I mean some of the there's been millions of dollars spent on this, um, both in the pro and uh, the the defense of this of, of this statute, and uh, and, it, and it's been difficult for businesses because uh, it isn't malintended, um, you know, in terms of what they've they've sought to do. Um, you know, I, I think it's just that business wasn't given a, a voice at the table, um, and and I think now we're trying to kind of undo a, a piece of legislation that that uh, you know that was very one sided. Do you do you think that I mean how much of 
fingerprint scanning, which isn't really actually like it's not James Bond where people put their fingerprint in and it's like some magical reading of of the lines and 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 curvatures and all that. I mean, it's 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 zeros and ones. I mean, we're not giving away our life story here. Is is this is is this being a little too overblown by uh, by both sides on this? I mean, the uh, people who think their privacy is completely at risk, and business who thinks, oh, it's no big deal. Where's where's the real line here? Well, you know, I, I believe you know there's there's sort of a battle between the 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 technophiles, the technocrats, and then the. Uh, and then, and then the technophobes, and you know, there's a lot of fear mongering around technology. And I fully understand that we're in the the information age, and, and obviously, data privacy, you know, is something that needs to be strongly considered in everything that we do. Um, I do believe that um, you know, there's there's limitations and scopes that you can put on a lot of this um, in terms of how it's how the data is captured, what it's done with, how long you hang on to it. Um, that 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 you know, you can kind of use the kind of fence in some of these issues, but. Um, I do believe that, you know, for the sake of, of you know, we'll call it uh, business development, um, you know, that this has been made on the, on the, the, pro, the plaintiff side has been made a, a larger issue than it actually is. You know, I've talked to a lot of business owners and a lot of them have said, you know, we just bought software that we thought was going to make it easier, you know, versus the old fashioned time cards. And now we find out that, you know, that we're running a, a rye of laws in, in the software and, you know the software agents have been, you know, telling us that you know they, they, there was no disclosure on their behalf, and you know, and it, you know, again, it's not malintended. It's 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 just that sometimes uh, certain groups see an advantage, and uh, you know, we know the flow of capital in the you know in the trial lawyers association, and that's a challenge, you know, because Luce. that that flow of capital kind of helps. Lou Sandoval of the Chamber joins us here on WMAY. Lou, uh, we hear it a lot that property taxes are uh, the the big issue for a lot of uh, homeowners and 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 people in this state. Uh, do you uh, do you think property taxes, uh, because business pays a higher rate, is that one of the issues holding back business in the state? Well, I think I, I think historically it has been, you know, because it, it's really easy to raise the interest, you know, the property taxes on, uh, or the taxes on business. But I think it's got, it's starting to bleed over into residential. An example of that is up in Cook County. Um, you know, we've seen the devaluation of commercial, large commercial properties currently, and without properly factoring in uh, that that into the county equation. Um, you're going to continue to see double-digit increases on the residential side because as businesses downvalue larger properties or they leave uh, certain areas and they don't pay their fair share, um, that's going to roll over onto uh, onto you know the, uh, the the residential property owners. So now people are going to feel it. They're going to feel it in their um, their their cost of living. They're going to feel it in their rent. Um, for those that don't own. Um, and and that's going to be that that's going to be now they're going to get a chance to feel what businesses feel when you know the cost of doing business continues to go up. How do you how would you describe the business climate in Illinois right now? Um, I think it's tepid. Um, I think there's opportunities in growth. Um, you know the the startup sector is vibrant and uh, is you know is is strong. I would I would say the the governor's done a really good job of of stoking that aspect of things. Um, you know. Sustainable renewable energy markets are doing well. Um, I do think that if there are some decisions that are being made um, that are impacting um, the cost of doing business. And some of these are just the state of economy that we're in, you know. I mean, 
the you know the cost of labor's gone up, the cost of goods, raw, raw commodities has gone up, with real estate taxes going up. You know the the overall margin for for being able to profit is is less, and you know you're you're paying out more. You're having to manage more legislation through paid leave act. That that's you know that's a, a, a sort of a tapestry of of legislation. So it's 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 getting challenging for businesses. Um, yet I, I do know the business community to be very resilient and innovative. Um, and uh, we we know that if we we you know for things to happen, we have to. It's on our back. So you know that if we don't thrive. That costs a lot of jobs, and that costs a lot of impact to revenue to to areas. So, um, I, I love the the resiliency of the business community. And I think Lou, we'll, we'll, real, real we'll quick persevere. before we let before we let you go, um, the the chamber has been a a state house policy organization heavily for the last few years. Do you continue to see that that way? And and will and should the chamber play a bigger role in politics? Yeah, we've got a we've got a really strong team. Um, I mean, we've got you know obviously Clark, uh, Clark's a you know strong player up there. You know we've got Andrew and then the K and K team, the Keith Stats and Keith Wheeler team, are are really strong. You know we we recently added uh, Keith Wheeler and you know I, I see us continuing to do that. But where I see us continuing to thrive is um, being able to work on both sides of the aisle, where historically we may have only favored one. And that, that's going to be a change-up for, uh, for the way the, the chamber operates, um, and I think a, a positive one. Lou Sandoval, president and CEO of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce. He's been on the job since November. Uh, Lou, appreciate it. I've had the chance to talk to you a couple of times now, and uh, really uh, appreciate your, uh, your kindness and your time, and uh, wish you the best of luck moving forward. All right. Thank you, Patrick. All right. Lou Sandoval, our guest here on 92.7 WMAY.